welcome to the Voice of the Force podcast for Obi-Wan Kenobi Part 4. My name is Dan, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Ed. Hello, hello. How you doing today, man? Pretty good. Pretty good to hear, good to hear. In a, in, a, in a spicy mood today. All right, and Noma. Hello there. How are you doing today? Nah, I'm also pretty good. Channeling that inner Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, it's almost like watching a show about him or something. What? And on that note, Ed, would you like to let listeners know how we'll be going through this episode today? Seamless transition. <laughs> so as you know, here on Temple Archives, we go over Star Wars canon. That is summarizing story for you for anything we're looking at, whether it be a TV show, a book, comic, or anything like that. We tell you how it relates to other Legends material or canon material, whatever it fits into, whichever universe, whichever timeline. <laughs> but um, this one is all set in mid rise of the empire i guess we are at the height of their power almost 10 years after episode three and we're going to give you a little discussion on this episode as well as to what our opinions were what we thought and how we felt about it and then we really want to hear from you um there's a ton of ways to get in contact with us there's a ton of things ton of ways to look us up and see what we're about because this is just temple archives we've got a lot more and noma's going to give you a little bit more on that yep so as always uh like we said last episode, the easiest way to get in contact with us is, well, a whole bunch of different ways. But uh, one thing that is probably good is if you want us to know what's specifically about Obi-Wan, then either putting the title of your email or hashtag Obi-Wan will let us know really easily. Uh, but yeah, there's a whole bunch of different ways to get in contact with us. One of the easiest is our website, which is voiceoftheforce.com. We've also got an email, which is voiceoftheforce at gmail.com. Social media-wise, we're on Twitter and Instagram. The handle for both of those is at VoiceForcePod. As always, retweeting and reposting our new episode tweets does help with growing our listener base and is very much appreciated. And you can listen, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, and all major podcast platforms. Reviewing us with five stars in a comment helps with visibility. And if you subscribe for free, you will get the latest episodes as soon as it releases. Thank you, Noma, and thank you, Ed. Let's get into the poster for this episode. All right, back to me. So, for episode four of Obi-Wan, we've got kind of, it's like the reverse image of the thing we talked about last week, which was, you know, Kenobi kind of fading into the sands of Tatooine with the, the suns and all that. So this episode, the poster is Vader, uh, we got that same kind of headshot that we had for Obi-Wan. We've also got Vader kind of uh, turning to Ash. And the thing I really like with this one is they did some really uh, nice kind of positioning for it because where Vader's uh, on the poster, it's his right eye, uh, where his right eye should be. Instead, we've got the first son of Tatooine, second son a little bit above it. But in that sun, we also get the outline this time of Obi-Wan. So it's a nice little mirror of what was, uh, you know, going on in the last episode's poster. And honestly, for me, I like this one a little bit more just because we talked about it last time. But with Obi-Wan, it looks really good. But the fact that all the um, saturation was drained out of him, mm -hmm. it kind of made everything blend together. It, it's not bad. Like, I, I still enjoy it. But with this Vader, I think that striking black of his armor uh, kind of contrasted with the orange brightness of the suns and then the kind of uh i guess it'd be like a cream desert cream color 
uh, it all just really makes Vader pop so much more, and it's so much more stark, especially because he's got those really bright white highlights too. Uh, yeah, overall, it's really good. I mean, honestly, I'm just going to be completely blunt about this. I kind of want to track down this and the Obi-Wan poster and just have them side to side. Yeah, mm -hmm. that'd be kind of That fun. would look sick. Uh, Desktop background. Yeah, pretty much. Well, I'd, I'd have to, yeah, I'd have to have my, my uh, monitors vertical in that case, which would be a bit of a pain. But uh, yeah, those are my overall thoughts on it. Anything else you guys have to add? Ed? Again, agree a lot with what Noma said. And the side-by-side -side view, now I think about it, is yeah, that would look really cool. But I want to know more of what's reflecting out of his other side. Yeah, I was trying to make it out too. You see something clearly fading in his view as well, right? And it's he can see, like... <laughs> <laughs> it's the guy wearing the pink shorts. Cameraman's been following him the yeah. entire time. Shit. <laughs> no, but it could, it could be interesting if it was like... You know, he's staring at Obi-Wan, but there's no sun for whatever reason in his reflection. So it's just like a whole grayscale thing of both of them just fading mm -hmm. away. It may be in their mental scape or something. We'll see like some scene of both of them staring at each other in like a, on a dark test mean like kind of what uh, happened between Obi-Wan and Maul in Rebels. Mm -hmm. Where, but they don't fight and they just talk shit to each other. And then <laughs> you, you know, it would also be kind of cool just because we've got that lineup there. I mean, mm -hmm. this is me just... Uh, fantasizing about it but it almost looks like an outline and it would be really cool if in that eye lens it was anakin yeah it'd be cool oh so yeah kind of trio yeah you get, you get anakin on like mustafar burning he's like ah, ah, you know everyone's just standing there oh no no, I, I just mean on the poster like that, oh, that okay. little image in the islands that'd be fun because then you get all three right obi-wan anakin vader yeah that'd mm. be pretty sweet i think what i like about this too is like vader's mask definitely evokes like a skull like look to it right and so yeah. when you have like the face kind of in the mask like disintegrating into the, the dust of Tatooine, um, the sands, you have like the part where Obi Wan's like standing on like the um, the cliff there, and it almost looks skeletal. Like it, it looks more skeletal mm. in that spot. So mm. I just think it like it really evokes some really interesting imagery there with like death and like skulls and stuff like that. I thought it was really cool. Um, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. It's crumbling to dust too, right? Exactly. Um, every, I mean, just our generation now because of return. Yeah, well, our generation, this whole generation, right? I guess just because of Infinity War. Now that's gonna. Well, I mean, crumbling dust, to dust in yeah. general, you're pretty dead at that point, right? You played Elden Ring. So. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, this spoilers, this... Jesus. <laughs> No, I mean, kidding. when you die in any like Souls game, you turn to dust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. just fade into. Okay. Who dies in a Souls game? What? You must, you must suck at that game if you die. At one point, you were called Ashen One. Come on. <laughs> really? Actually, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, that's three. Okay. Ashen One, make sure you bring us No. <laughs> this episode was directed by Deborah Chow yet again, and the story was written by Joby Harold and Hannah Friedman. I did want to just go over quickly. Um, there was a correction I need to make for the last episode. Okay. The last episode was written by four people. Um, oh. Part three was written by Joby Harold, Hannah Friedman, uh, Hossein Amini, and Stuart Beatty. So it was all four writers um, that we have on the show. So this one was only done by two of those. Um, yeah, that's the correction for that. And let's get into the synopsis. Whoa! This episode starts... Again, kind of in media res, but it kind of makes sense this time. So right in the middle of the action, we kind of get all this blurry 
swirly kind of stuff. And as it kind of comes to, we realize Obi-Wan is on a shuttle. And then we kind of see some visions of him talking with Tala. Well, Tala talking to him, I guess he's not really responsive. Getting off that ship on a stretcher, going through this place, blah, blah, blah. And at first, I don't know about you guys, but like the, the, how the area looked, it's very uh, kind of dirt based and, and all, and, but then there's some greenery and all this stuff. So I was like, they're not on Yavin, right? And then, it, no, it turns out it's Jabim. And I was like, oh, this is more plants than I would have expected on Jabim, but that's fine. Uh, so they kind of go through there. Obi-Wan eventually comes to, has a talk with Tala. And, you know, his first question when Tala's like, no, or, or sorry, yeah, because they put him in Bacta. And uh, he has, again, we kind of get that little mind link, not that they're talking to each other, but they sense each other's presence of Obi-Wan and Anakin because they're both in Bacta and kind of, seeing some of the i guess emotional baggage that now each of them are carrying having met again which the trauma, yeah. yeah it does tie into something that i i had heard about the last episode after we recorded it and i kind of uh buy that theory a bit more now okay uh oh yeah i'll explain that afterwards but you know so obi-wan kind of freaks out starts getting out of the back to tell us like no, no no you're not healed yet and obi-wan asks like where's leia so we cut to nur with the uh, fortress inquisitorius and Leia is basically announcing who she is now and uh, saying, oh, my father will come for me. And it's like, well, OK, at least at least you've learned, you know, at least you've learned by the time episode four comes around that this isn't going to work anymore. Um, but, you know, Reva comes in and, and they have a little bit of a talk. And my God, um, that scene was so good between those two. I fucking laughed my ass off. I was like, Yo, this 10 pretty... year old's kicking your ass. Yeah, well, it's just, you know, clearly uh, the Inquisitors are used to dealing with people who are scared of everything. But, you know, Leia's got that Padme and Anakin uh, will pass down to her. So there's no fucking way that she's going to be scared. Uh, so, yeah, they have a little bit of a talk. It doesn't go anywhere. We switch back to Jabim and Obi-Wan is um, basically trying to figure out how to get off Jabim and, and find where Leia is and save her. And so he has a talk with Tala and some other people. I don't remember the other guy's name, unfortunately. Ro uh, Ro I know who the actor is. Is it? Start, yeah, it started with an R. I think it's Rohan uh, or something. I'll look something it up. Like that. I'll look it up while you're talking. I, I, I recognize the actor. That was it. But um, they have a talk, and basically the gist of it is like, oh, uh, the path isn't a military movement, so nobody here can fight. That's why we have combat outfitted vehicles later in the episode. Uh, anyways, the, the, yeah, they that's their thing. Is They're basically like, look, we're not fighters. We're this isn't what we're supposed to do. We're not supposed to do like armed breakouts. Nobody can really help you with this. Uh, nobody wants to die for the cause general. Um, and then there's an interesting, but I did like that. He does call him general at one point. Cause yeah. everybody here clearly knows who he is. And then Obi-Wan says something that like, not the smartest thing, but it like, I, it's an Obi-Wan thing very much. So, Right, where he's just like, oh, you don't understand how evil the Empire is. And the guy's like, yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, yeah, yeah everybody like, knows. You've been hiding for fucking 10 years. Yeah, and... yeah. Right, like, it, it, <clears throat> it's it's not, but again, he's been in hiding for 10 years. He doesn't realize how, how obvious the Empire is making it. Um, so, yeah, the guy basically says, like, uh, yeah, you know, I had a, I had a wife once, and Jedi I already wife. knew about her. Yeah, right, Jedi wife. I already knew about her condition. The Inquisitor still found her. Yeah, I think I know what the Empire's like. And it's like, yeah, you know. His name is Roken. Roken. And he's played okay. by O'Shea Jackson Jr. Yeah, that, that was the part I recognized. Um, but yeah, anyways, so they basically... I don't know how the path figured this out, but they know where Fortress Inquisitorius is on Nur. And so they tell Obi-Wan that, and they say, oh, our intel says Vader's not there. Um, 
So Tala basically says, like, okay, if nobody else is willing to go with Obi-Wan, I still have officer clearance. I think let's go. Uh, hopefully it'll work. And I was like, ooh, a lot of play, a lot of holes in this plan. But uh, mm. let's, let's, let's see. Let's see. All right. Uh, so they go to Nur, and Obi-Wan does point something else out, which considering what happens inside that base a couple of times now makes a lot of sense where it's like, it doesn't look like the place is shielded. And uh, uh, yeah, they're like, yeah, nobody, nobody would attack this place. It's, it's right next to Vader Citadel. And it's like, yeah, I guess that makes sense. So they go down, they land. Tala basically infiltrates her way in. And we figure out, because I mentioned this in uh, episode three, what that weird gate thing that's just standing there is. It's a security checkpoint, which I was just like, yeah, my favorite security checkpoint is the one that's only on its own in the middle of a hallway where anyone can walk what? around to get to the door. It's just like, what? yeah, there's okay. a gateway it's around weird. it, maybe. or something. At first, I thought it was leading to like one of those standing elevators or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have yeah. to go down. So you have to go through because if you went through the other side, it just wouldn't work or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Because somebody needs to push the button to let you down. But yeah. no, it's just to go straight through. I was like, so why yeah. did you walk up to Why didn't you like, sneak around <laughs> yeah, the side? Exactly that. I, th- that was my first thought was like, okay, so if you just walk around the edge of the room, is anyone going to notice you? Yeah, no, <laughs> let me make myself as obvious as possible. So yeah, 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 yeah. Right. It was, it's, it's, why isn't it in front of the door? Why isn't it in front of the door? I, I, it's, it's the same confusion I have when the probe droids don't jump the hyperspace last episode, but it's, it's, it's weird. Anyways, she walks up to it. And she gets uh, interrogated by the security officer at the checkpoint. And I love... Oxy's grandfather. (laughs) Could be. Um, But yeah, right? Like, uh, God, it was so... It was so funny because it was such an Imperial moment. Yeah. Yeah, it's... And and it's why I bought it completely, where the the officer is basically just like, I need to see your identification. And she, she kind of turns to him and goes, do you know who I am? First of all, you're going to fuck it. You're not sorry. I, I, I shouldn't paraphrase as much because I think I make the line sound worse when yeah, I do it. She did it, a really good job. Yeah, yeah. Because she, she, she basically goes, okay, first of all, you're going to address me as sir because I outrank you. And he's like, I, yeah, yes, yes, sir. Okay. I, I can't let you go through. This isn't your sector. And she's she basically... I will paraphrase this part. She basically says, yeah, yeah, just exactly. Just complete verbal dressing down to the point where my favorite line is, she she says, I have classified information that I am supposed to deliver. Do you know what classified means? And it's just that level of Imperial belittling where I was just like, oh, (laughs) you want to let the Inquisitor, uh, Grand Inquisitor know? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. About about your insubordination. Cause you know, that's the kind of shit the Inquisitors and any officer who's been insulted by the Inquisitors and just has a chance to step on the lower ranks next would do the exact same fucking thing. Just that like quick, I need to restore my ego. How dare this peon talk to me like that? (laughs) And so you see him kind of like just become resigned Die. to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just, just, yeah, he just realizes like this isn't worth. This like, isn't I don't worth any die. of the trouble. Yeah, I don't want to die. <laughs> I don't want to die. I don't want to get um, knocked down a class. I don't. I just. I yeah. don't want to deal with this officer's bullshit. I'll just let her go. So he just they they let her go through. I was like, oh, that's, yeah, that that part was great. So she goes to. I I, I don't really know what it was, but it was some sort of like officer's room. Um, it seemed like a communications room or like a switchboard almost. Yeah, that's true. Like mm-hmm. a control room, maybe. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because they were all officer class that were in there, it looked like. Um, 
but yeah, she goes there and then does the little thing, lets Obi-Wan in. Um, yeah, that was great. Yeah, yeah. And then as she's as as Obi-Wan gets out, Stormtrooper on the other side hears it, goes in. The Stormtrooper deaths in this episode are fucking brutal. Because oh, yeah. we hear Obi-Wan Ooh, like man. choking out the guy and then you hear a splash and you're like, oh, he threw him in the water. And then it cuts back and the Stormtrooper's just face down in the water. Ooh. And it's like, oh shit, all right. <laughs> they don't have uh, they don't have environmentally sealed armor. So he got he starts going through the, the corridor. We have a little bit of back and forth with him and Tala. Um and Tala gets interrupted at one point because an officer's like, This isn't your station, come with me. And Tala's like, Well, I guess it's time for death. Uh he goes around back, just fucking kills the officer. <laughs> yeah, you see a little flurry of like, ah, like him yeah. just like trying to get away it. and Tala gets out. out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. It reminds me of the scene where um uh in solo, where um what's her name? Kira. Kira is in the um castle area and she's like mm. doing like the flippy thing and like you see like the the flipping of her like cape in the oh when she mm. takes out the guard guy. yeah and like takes out mm. the leader of the area right yeah and then yeah. they're like oh shit i didn't know you could do that it was so good yeah it was it was funny too because i was <laughs> just the thought in my mind because granted i haven't even seen these seasons because i've only, i've seen very little game of thrones but like i saw her mm. doing that and i was like oh she's sand snaking them wait she's not a sand snake is she no <laughs> no no she's the leader of them or something but i know i know a decent amount about game of thrones from people talking about it but i never really watched it so she's, anyways she's like the mom of them pretty much yeah yeah something it, it's like a reverse Batman situation where it's just like, why did why did the daughters not teach the mom? What, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. it's not re- not relevant. Game of Thrones is not Star Wars. Anyway, she fucking mercs an officer, comes back, and she's just like, I ran into some trouble. Don't worry. Um, so middle, middle, middle happens. It's a lot of Obi-Wan kind of just infiltrating and avoiding droids and trooper patrols. Oh, and then he does an, an Ether egg. Yeah, secret droids. Secret droids. Um, very large seeker droids. So yeah. I guess between now and Battlefront Two, they've miniaturized them about five to ten times over. No, between now and Rebels, they miniaturized yeah. them like five times over because uh, Seventh Sister has makes, a much smaller seeker. Yeah, which makes sense though, because like the, these First also might be a little community. bit bigger because mm. they probably have a little bit more like capabilities. Um, yeah, that's true. Right, and like they are almost in between like a Viper droid and a seeker droid that we've seen in Rebels. Yeah, yeah, they're very similar to that. Hmm um yeah and so eventually obi-wan gets to uh the grim dark room as, as the I guess best scene it. of this episode it was it was very interesting he he it's goes killer, man yeah he goes into a hallway and starts freaking out and you can see these like weird amber uh lights well they're not lights but they look like it at first and uh you know Tal is asking what's happening and as he's going down he's realizing that there it looks like it I, it's clearly not amber but it looks like they're encasing every jedi they've killed in amber or like, not killed they could not be dead uh, yeah. have to die. <laughs> it's not like, yeah. not like carbon where like you're alive in it yeah, yeah. frozen this is like you're encased but you don't think it's like carbonite type shit no no, no. okay if you put resin all over yourself you know i know i know but yeah, I, yeah. you know it's, right. yeah I, I just assume like it was... it's, it's, yeah, it's a trophy room. That's yeah. all it is because it's at the base of this fucking place where all their torture shit is. It's everything terrible. they yeah, bring yeah. them in, they interrogate them, use everything they can when they can't throw them in this thing and just hang them up. Yeah, that one. Just, oh, the story about mind. this one. It's 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 a kind of parallel to Grievous, just a lot more grim. Yeah, because he just took the sabers, and Count Dooku took the sabers. Ventress didn't take anything; she just killed people. None of them actually hung people up, and you know, mm-hmm. here we go with the Inquisitors. <laughs> we caught all these guys, children. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Because the last one he sees is a youngling, which yeah. was like Jesus. with the helmet <laughs> the, still on. Yeah, that that part was like really. You even kept the helmet. I mean, sure, I guess. But yeah, it's just it's just this trophy room. Uh, there there was one thing that disappointed me a little bit with it. It's it's a minor thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'll just mention it now, which was I was expecting a lot of them to have like lightsaber wounds, like make it clear that they you that know, they were cut down. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, because. It, I can see why Dan thought they might have been in stasis because they're all pristine. Like yeah. there's no marks yeah. on any of them, right? And I was like, look, if you're already be going this far and you showed us that stormtrooper getting bisected, you can show us lightsaber wounds on the yeah, exactly. Right, we'll we'll talk it. about it later, but we'll talk about some of the Jedi that are in there. Yeah, yeah, some ripped a uh, fucking character that we were talking about a couple months ago. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, there's a there's a decent amount of of Easter eggs going through here. Uh, I recognized two of them, and then you know yeah. the internet kind of jumped off with a bunch of them. Anyways, at the same time that Obi Wan's going through this, uh, Reva and Leia are still having a talk, and we get to see again, you know, Leia even at this age is still really fucking good at uh, reading and and kind of like not misdirecting, but manipulating twisting, the conversation, twisting the words to suit what she wants. Yeah, uh, because they have a little bit of a talk. Reva, Lola tries to, I don't know, attack the Inquisitor. It was very confusing. And the Inquisitor just grabs, or Reva just grabs it. It was like, oh, I used to have a droid. Um, and then they're talking, and Reva tries to win her over with the, we're all friends here. We're all good guys. Help me kill the the rebels. They just evoke um, good guy like vibes. Like Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. And so Leia basically is like, yeah, I'll help you. I'll tell you where they are. But in order to do that, I have to talk to my dad. We're on the same side, right? And Reva's like, all right, well... Now that you actually, I don't like the fact that you're using logic. It's time for torture. Uh, well, not completely. Use my own it, words against me. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and uh, so they drag her off for torture. And I was like, oh, cool. We're getting the Han torture. It's some new thing. I, I, they take your eyes out. I don't know. Maybe I think it's just because no, they're so small. They go in. Yeah, and yeah. They go no, down I, lightning I think lightning, it was yeah. going to be stopping right here and just giving Electric, a shock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. It, like that looks sick. I didn't like that at all. But yeah, I, I was expecting me to be. Blah, blah, blah. I was expecting it to be the torture board from episode five they use on Han, but it's yeah. the the claw thing that they use on Hera in Rebels and mm. Kanan instead. Yeah. And Kanan, at the yeah. end of season one, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was great. Um, so episode, it's that one. It's just damn. it's 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 mechanical force lightning basically. Mm -hmm. um, so Obi Wan says the most reckless line that sorry, I've I'm ever sorry. heard Obi Wan say. He said mechanical. He said mechanical force lightning. I'm like, isn't that just normal lightning? Shut up. <laughs> get out of here with your facts and logic, okay? Like, no, okay Reba, calm down. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just like, it just got me for a second. Oh, my God. No, I mean, fine. I'll bring a cattle prod next time, and I'll mechanical force lightning you. <laughs> it's get, get one of those, like, bug zappers. They'd be like, mechanical yeah, force yeah. lightning. Well, I'd, I'd have to throw that at you. Know? <laughs> He'd have to whack you pretty hard for it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'd have to press the core of it. But anyways. Oh, my God. Um, so Obi-Wan says the, the, the most just he's asking so much of her but he basically is like running he's like tala i need a distraction and tala's like I, what the fuck am i supposed to do so she does the ballsiest thing i've ever fucking seen in my life or i was like well you're fucking dead she basically we we get as as the torture is like literally about to start an officer comes in and just says like it i was told it couldn't wait and Reva goes to her office and fucking Tala's standing there being like i'm gonna lie to you about where the path is and i'm just like jesus yeah. christ woman like Ballsy, yeah. Holy yeah shit. I thought she was gonna die. In that I thought so yeah, too. Well, so did I. Because I was like, the only thing I see on your side here is you're probably for the shit you're doing. You have enough willpower 
to to resist, resist yeah. force probing but like jesus christ so anyways uh obi-wan clearly was jealous of vader last episode so while that's happening he fucking pulls his own um star killer ninja yes. and kills the lights and one it's a very small thing but he takes like four hits to kill the first stormtrooper and i was like dude are you caressing him with your lightsaber <laughs> he's what venting. is happening he's i guess and I guess, practicing yeah. and it's just going he was so going through forms at that point you know, just like, <laughs> and i will move through position one and then position yeah, yeah. two and then three and then just Man's how dismembered this. at this point <laughs> but that would be hilarious sorry because at the same time you see him like as the well, I'll say it afterwards, but like this is definitely trying to reestablish something, mm-hmm. and we see more and more of that, right? Yeah, yeah, and we see him earlier in the episode as well, trying to use the force again, and it's not really working. Like no. he can't really pull the thing towards him, but he does create a distraction with it. Um, but yeah, so that that would be hilarious if he's just getting his forms better. But yeah, he cuts down both troopers, rescues Leia. There's a there's another thing in the dialogue between Reva and Leia that was really bugging me. We'll talk about that because it was. So, something slipped through the, the the writer's heads but anyways they they start to escape uh they get attacked a couple of times but obi-wan is basically able to use Saresu to to you know keep all the blaster bolts away from him um as that's happening the inquisitor or sorry reva and uh tala are talking and tala does a real good job at at least making reva unsure whether or not she's telling the truth because she basically is like okay the the path is located on Florum. They're using it for X, Y, and Z. You need to go there now and take it down. And Reva's like, you're lying to me. And and Tala deflects it. She basically goes, how dare you question my integrity? And, and says, like, look, the, this is why I was able to get this information. It's a pretty legit story. Um, and, like, the whole you're a spy. way through. She's like, yeah, yeah You're am. a spy, yeah. Tell me you're a spy. And Tala's like, Yes, obviously I am. I spent two years getting into their cell, and the entire reason I'm getting you this information is because when Kenobi showed up, it threw them all into a panic, and I was able to actually get in that way. And so it's all like enough that that Reva she can't, can't immediately take kill her on the spot. Exactly, exactly. So she basically does her like, well, I'm still going to get violence one way or another, and says, oh, take her away uh, for interrogation, and we'll see. And uh, yeah, basically, when that happens, the alarms go off, Reva runs out of the room, Tala kills the stormtroopers that are trying to escort her, uh, manages to meet up with Obi-Wan, they fight their way out. Um, we also get another nod to uh, Fallen Order, where we see the Purge Trooper, or sorry, Purge yes. Troopers, we start to see them going with Reva. Yeah, right? Um, one, was And it? Yeah, yeah, they're a, a little bit more old school than, sorry? A blaster version? Yeah. Yeah, no yeah. staff or anything I didn't see. No, the yeah, staff no, would have been over the top if they did. Yeah, yeah, thing. you don't. Yeah, you don't need. Imagine if it'd been the double X. <laughs> or fucking. Let's find her. Yeah. Or what, what is what's what's his face? The teleporting Tonfa, or is, it's not Tonfa. That's uh, Force Awakens two, Force Unleashed two. But the the double the fucking like jump around double st- staff guy. Oh god. <laughs> fucking hated that guy. Um, yeah, they're annoying. But anyways, uh, they make their way out we get to see once again where it's like oh for god's sake god the fact that they do not update their glass after obi because basically obi-wan has to hold back a bunch of glass while tala and leia run out oh yeah as the troopers get through the bulkhead he redirects it into them and then runs out and absolutely floods that entire corridor drowns everyone inside um and it's like cool cal did this too (laughs) right like you guys didn't update your glass 
after Obi-Wan fucking blew open and flooded an entire compartment. Well, whatever. That's on you guys at that point. Yeah, honestly. Um, so they managed to get to a point where Obi-Wan is able to get an Imperial officer disguise, and then they make the worst getaway I've ever seen in my life because the work. officer... Yep. The officer uniform has, like, this cloak with that you'd kind of see on... You, it it kind of looks like the officers in Solo, uh, which I guess it makes sense. There is a water planet. Um, but <laughs> they just walk out. Tull's in an officer uniform. Everyone's in an officer's uniform with a big bulky thing where he's clearly just trying to hide Leia, and you can still see her feet as they're walking. And it's like, oh, my God, what? You're on high alert. You're also fucking worthless. Yep. And, and none of you saw this shit. And the worst bit is that they try to justify that by showing us the officer in the cloak yeah. walking across just as she's going up to the yeah, scanner yeah. thing. It's like, look, there's an officer wearing a long coat. Hmm, that's interesting. I've not seen that before. Is it because yeah. of the rain? Yeah, okay, whatever. And then you see this and you're just like, oh my God, that's what it was for. Yeah, really? that's what it was for. Just to establish that they could have something like this. Yeah. Guys, <laughs> come on, man. It's like... Uh... <laughs> Because I was thinking, like, wouldn't it make more sense get Obi-Wan in a Stormtrooper outfit? Because you can still see his fucking face. Get yeah. him in a Stormtrooper outfit. Put Leia in, like, a box. Get the Stormtrooper to push it. That's it. <laughs> it's just, I mean, I guess you're in a hurry, and there's not much time, but it's way too much. And they're just walking, like, nothing's wrong, nothing's wrong, nothing to see here. I've got my, my arm holding Yeah. We'll so they, they get all the way to the uh, actual, like, docking area until Reva runs out yelling fucking, TRAITOR! Like, yeah. oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> she got me. She's like, you're damn right I, I am. It. This thing is shit here, man. Yeah, you guys yeah. don't do anything right. TRAITOR! Yeah. Fuck! She said the thing from yeah. the movie. <laughs> Fifth brother and the other one are just walking. Yeah, fifth brother like, and fourth sister We're gonna find them. them. Gonna, it's like, you not It's because they want her to die. Yeah. Maybe, but still. Uh, and then the funny part is they don't they come, fucking back. come running in when uh, when Remus when shows up. With the and it was right there. Her. It was yeah, like, where yeah. you guys go. Yeah, it's a uh, it's 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 a thing. <laughs> but anyways, they have their showdown. It looks like they're about to die, and I'm like, who the fuck's gonna save them now? So two T forty sevens. They'd mentioned them earlier. That's all uh, they had. T forty seven airspeeders. Yeah, yeah. They were like, we only have transport T forty sevens. I was like, well, that makes sense. They're civilian airspeeders. So then they rock up w looking the like the non winter modified versions of the Echo Base airspeeders. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. Wait, those cannons are retrofitted on. How do you suddenly have? Anyways, whatever. Maybe right. they changed the cannon on me again. Bullshit. T forty sevens aren't supposed to have those cannons. But they've got them somehow. So they, they show up, fucking blast the entire landing pad. It kind of makes sense. Reva and the other, Reva's not able to like fucking jump up and slice them in half or anything. She's too mm -hmm. busy trying to trying to live. Um so Obi-Wan and Tala and Leia all book it to the end of the platform. And I was like, that's not your ship. Where the fuck are you going? Um But as they kind of reach the edge of it, one of the airspeeders kind of drops down and i'm going sick how are three people going to fit in here there's not enough space but they do somehow and uh kind of lift off and fly away and then the other airspeeder literally just hovers in space and on the spot shooting at reva uh she doesn't do anything to try and stop it we all know <laughs> do anything. like oh my god yeah exactly right like it's, it's so coming. set up yeah so they both start to take off and as they're they're getting away fifth brother literally shows up was like fucking yeah. do something <laughs> and so rubber grabs like a battery that's uh, like a vehicle battery that's sitting there and just hurls it into the the escaping one of the escaping t47s the one that doesn't have obi-wan and tala and Leia. Yeah, and near, kills right? it yeah yeah 
Because this is the only time they don't have the production value to use Inquisicopter and fucking <laughs> toss the blade. I thought that was yeah, what was yeah. going to happen. I, was waiting, I thought yeah. his brother was going to do that. Be like, you're useless, and then throw it at them or something. Yeah, and kill yeah. them. It's like, no, no, do something. You yeah. do something. Yeah, seriously. Like, you've been doing nothing the whole time. It's, yeah, it's just a bunch of people standing there saying, why won't someone think of the children? But yeah, they fucking, they murk that one speeder. They keep flying out. And I remember watching it fly away and being like, okay, so if they retconned it, so that the airspeeders of hyperspace now because how did you get on this planet that's explained at least uh because we kind of see it fly and then the next time we see it um which is after fifth brother and third sister have another little spat of like vader's not gonna be happy about this um it's flying into a really ramshackle looking pelta class and it starts to take off and we get the scene where uh the jabim leader is like ah. Oh, Job well done, right? Like he gives that smile, and we see the the autopilot walking. And then Tala says something that is a good point, but I was like, you're kind of rubbing salt in the wound. She's like, I guess you are soldiers now. And it's like, God damn. <laughs> yeah, and she just walks by and then comes back and sits yeah. down. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Well, so at least when she comes back, she gives booze to, to the other pilot, mm -hmm. right? Like clearly being like, I get it, I understand. Um, and so we get a little scene where um well, sorry, that, that scene's later on because it cuts back and uh, it's just straight cut to Vader and he is just angry. Yes, just first into the right in. room. Yeah, and just doesn't, it just cuts to the chase, starts force choking third sister. And it's like, I told you what would happen if you, uh, oh, I can't the word. yeah, I, I told you what would happen if you failed in your duties and is basically about to kill her and Reva just manages to choke out, I let them go. And so Vader's like, all right. Well, he doesn't say anything, but it's clearly he stops joking or like explain right now. He's still holding her in the air, mind. Yeah, He's yeah. Like, I'll, I'll keep going if I have to. Yeah, exactly. No, right. No. Like you have earned a second to speak. And she says, I put a tracker on them. Wherever they wherever they end up, we'll find them and it'll lead us to the path. So we know what we're setting up for in the next I initially couple. thought she lied about that because like she didn't throw nah. anything at the ship. Yeah, yeah, so did I. So and did then I. and then oh, I was like, oh no, man. it was the robot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. See, the whole time, like as soon problem. as she as soon as she grabbed it and didn't crush it in front of her, I was just like, "What's happening?" And now you're telling a story and you're doing all that. The thing that like, doesn't make sense there. Plot wise, yeah, go yeah, for yeah. it. You go Sorry, for it, and then we'll yeah, talk about. Let me just finish real quick. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, so she basically says that, and she has a very quick back and forth with Vader, saying like, "Because uh, Vader's like, I, did you actually? Do you know that it's actually gonna track them?" It's like, yeah. I do. So he lets her go. And then it cuts back. And then we get the booze scene uh, with Tala and, and the pilot. And Leia has, you know, a nice little moment. She just tries to hold Obi-Wan's hand. And he he does. Um, and then it cuts to Lola. And her eyes turn on and they're red. I was like, oh, no. She's Empire red. <laughs> yeah, right. So I've got some thoughts about that. I mean, so that does kind of, sorry, end this synopsis. It's okay. I'm just going to say this before we jump back into to what Dan was saying. The series is starting to remind me of Book of Boba Fett. Not as bad, at least, because it's not such, like, grievous mishandling of characters. Yeah. Or just scenes. But there's a lot of, like, really weird things that are starting to happen. The dialogue's starting to slip. Some of the scenes are kind of weird. Some of the juxtapositions... Or not juxtapositions, sorry. Some of the reasonings of why the scenes are happening don't fully add up. Mm -hmm. It's it's starting to to have some small cracks, at least in the logic for me. Mm -hmm. um, overall, it's not a bad episode. Obviously, it's not going to compare to episode three. Probably the least, my least favorite one this season so far. 
Uh, yeah, that's fair. It, it's it's a little bit weird. Yeah. But uh, sorry, like I said, Dan, I, I kind of cut you and that off beforehand. That's okay. Yeah, I was just going to say, Lola. like, it doesn't make sense that she put it on Lola because, like, then she would assume that she was going to be rescued and taken away. Which then, I guess, does make a little bit of sense as why she didn't do anything to try and stop them to go. And then the fifth brother's like, hmm. why aren't you not doing anything? Right? Like, that kind of makes sense now. But it's like, at the point where she was with Leia, at the point that she was in that room, she had no inkling of that. That's true. When did she give her Lola back? Uh, yeah, that's the other question, right? At was, some point, hanging on to her the I mean, whole you don't really need to, you don't need to show that, but it, like, it's but a, it, it yeah. would have it would have still been theoretically at some point before the the setting up for interrogation. Yes. Yeah, and then even then, okay, so you don't give her back so that we can see. You're putting her in for interrogation, and then you're probably gonna throw her into one of these fucking things. So why at any point would you go, oh, put a tracker on you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This isn't, you have them. It's not occurring to you right now that Kenobi's there and they're going to, like, nothing yeah. like that. See, I, I thought, and it was still a weak uh, reasoning for it, mm -hmm. but I thought she had planted the tracker on Tala. That would Just make sense. Somehow when she had gotten close enough, she had done it. And I was like, that's kind of weak, but... Like, I get it. Yeah, because I thought the same thing as Dan, right? Like, you never got close enough to the airspeeder to actually put a tracker on it. I mean, she could have forced throwing it. And when I was like, okay, you yeah, usually see that happening. Yeah. Something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But and then do. it's also just like, why reprogram Lola? Like, a, how? B, why? I'm not sure we reprogrammed her, but she might have. I don't I have. Who knows? It, it, it makes it seem like that because the eyes are red, at yeah. least for me. Yeah, yeah. Because otherwise it would just be a tracker bolted to a droid. Right? Exactly. Such a weird sequence of that. events at the end there. Like, everything was solid yeah. up to that point, and then it just like, okay. No, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I mean, it was more solid than the ending, is what I mean. Oh, I see. I yeah, see. Yeah. yeah. The, well, so here's the, here's the other thing that really bugged me is in all the interrogation scenes, I guess it makes sense because she doesn't know that Obi-Wan's operating under an alias name, but she keeps calling him Obi-Wan in front of Leia, yeah. and Leia should be like, who the fuck is that? Yeah, but yeah. again, I just talk that up to Leia not being a complete dumbass like Stellan or anybody else, and you're like, I'm true. just going to run with it. Together. Yeah. I'm yeah. just going to run with it, because if I say anything out of turn, they'll be like, oh... Yeah. So you're talking about someone or like you you do know after all or whatever. Yeah. You can't just plead you don't know anything. So, but see, like the I, I think they should have been more vague. I think he, she should have said like you're Jedi. The Jedi. Yeah. Because now we're getting to a point where I'm, I I mean I guess it still makes sense in Episode Four. They can but, still. So when she says help us, Obi Wan, you're my only well, hope. You, like, so, so the line I'm thinking of is you fought alongside my father in the Clone Wars. Yeah. Right. A much more powerful plea for help would be, you helped me as a child, yeah. I am asking for your help again. Yeah. Because right? that's a more personal connection than you were friends with my father. Can't retcon it, though, unfortunately. No. But that's the yeah. thing. Now that throws that line into more... Because Leia's yeah, a smart a enough thing. order that she would go for that, right? Yeah. I need your help desperately. I'm going to hit below the belt just because I really have they Have they destroyed Alderaan by that point? No, no, not at that point. So uh, you could you could somehow be this is like okay they don't know about Alderaan yet and if I tell them you helped me as a child they'll know a Jedi was Maybe, on Alderaan yeah. or something like that and they'll take drastic measures. They I do anyway. That. That's fair. But right. It's a good way to be like I'm protecting some cover, but you know you helped my father, right? Remember yes. who my dad is. Remember who I am. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's, okay. like, yeah, that's a fair point, I think, right? Covering it up under that. Yeah, because you don't know if R2 is going to be intercepted or not. Exactly. And you know? he was. Many so, times. Yeah, ironically, just by by 
all the wrong people. Yeah. But it, it kind of ties into what I was saying, because I mentioned it during the synopsis, about episode three, hearing... there Because there was something that I, I heard... Uh, well, heard. I saw it on online. But it was someone explaining that basically the reason why Anakin doesn't go, just walk through that fire and grab Obi-Wan, is because in that moment, he's also shaken. Yeah. But yeah, he's been hunting Obi-Wan this whole time. He wasn't actually expecting to find him. Yeah. So do you and, have him now? What are you going to do? Dog chasing yeah. the fucking truck kind of thing? Okay, the truck stopped. What now? Yeah. I don't know what to do if I caught it, Joker. Yeah. Yeah. But just that kind of him standing there. And and I, I can feel that justification if it's like for that moment, Anakin's resurfacing for a half second. Yeah. Right. I mean, we see just that in Rebels like, too. Yeah. Yeah. With Ahsoka. Right. When you that, die. die. Yeah. And, and again, it does take him a little bit to reassert himself. And this is an, a Vader 10 years earlier at least, right? Mm. Uh, well, I, depending. I don't know when exactly. Five so. Yeah, five or six years. Um, but yeah, it's it's a lot, right? So I can see that moment of conflict coming up of being like, if that, oh my God, that was Obi-Wan. You know, seeing all that. And we kind of, you know, from this mind link, this episode thing, we kind of see they're both thinking about the fight and really reminiscing on it. So I can buy that. Mm. That part makes sense to me. Um, so yeah, I was kind of happy that that was... Um, kind of cleared up. Uh, very small thing. Ed, I wanted to feel like seeing Jabim had been peacetime. Yeah. <laughs> Strange. I still expect it to be rainy as hell. Yeah, um, right. Just because that it's not supposed to be that temperate at all. It's supposed to be a shit show. Yeah, no. of, of a planet. <laughs> I was not expecting to see green on my Jabim. Yeah, it was very weird. So he's supposed to be war torn by this point. Like it should be blown out houses and ramshackle put together things. Mm. And I get there'd be a resistance there, but like again, the whole point is who would go looking there because it's so fucking war torn. Not the whole like oh it's just a forest. It's like no no no. Everything's it's not. just a forest nowadays. I mean, did it rain so much after it that nature's already reclaimed yeah, it? Yeah. Which but, I could I could believe, mm. but you, you'd have to actually state the fact of you knew what happened before, mm. and they'd have to go into Jubeam further for that. But yeah, like the, the the most I could understand is if it was kind of if it looked like a kind of a temperate jungleish kind of thing, like uh, Southeast Asia, right? Because mm. they get mudslides. Yeah, over there, and that makes sense to me, right? Okay, mudslides, lots of rain, jabim, sounds perfect. Um, granted, we only saw it for a little bit, but yeah, it was a little bit jarring. And it was inside of like a rock kind of. Area. Yeah, they were, and that that part was also kind of weird because, from what I remember from the comics, they never had like big stone. No, pieces. what I thought it was gonna be like was more like kind of Mandalore pre-glassing. Yeah, like mm. a little bit. Like, yeah, it's still fucked up, a little little destroyed, but like because of the war, not to the point where the Empire just like just or just bombard it. Yeah, like that didn't happen to Jabim, but I expected it to be again. Just, like like the Red Ribbon Army came through and destroyed everything, and then <laughs> right. you know. Goku was there too, fighting, destroyed everything. And then it's just like, oh, well, it's kind of fucked, but it's not completely yeah. destroyed. And and that's why for a second I thought we were on Yavin. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, it kind of had that lots vibe of, yeah. to it. Lots of fauna, temperate area, big stone. Oh, you mean we weren't on Takodana? Oh. <laughs> you mean flora, not fauna. Flora, yeah, you're right? Flora. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we don't see any. We see beasts, no. I don't think so. There are no birds and nothing? Okay, well, see, there you go. That, see one in the background on your camera, something. though? She's having a heyday over there. You're, <laughs> you're, going off. I don't know. She's trying to She's trying to escape into the desert. No, she's still waking up. I'm so. sure all of our listeners are ecstatic to hear. <laughs> the bearded dragon. 
<laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, I mean, outside of that stuff, um, I mean, I'm, I've got a bunch of other things to say, but I feel like I should also open the floor up. So, uh, Ed, thoughts on this episode? Okay. The first off, when he's going, because I think in the pacing of it, like, Leia's getting taken to the interrogation room and then Obi-Wan sees the doors with the red Empire symbol on them. Mm. So at first, because this is Fortress Inquisitorius, I thought, like, doesn't Vader have a room in here? Aren't you going the completely wrong way? <laughs> Wouldn't, don't go through the red symbol doors. Like, that's probably leading right to his fucking, like, meditation chamber or some shit. So, yeah. so when he went in and saw the fucking things, like, that hit yeah. me because it was like, oh, I was not expecting this. Yeah. Oh, this is kind of sucks. <laughs> Oh no! Your PTSD looked like you were getting over it, and yeah, okay, you see everybody that you yeah. knew, yeah, or at least in passing, or knew of, or something. So when he gets to the room and with the whole distraction and everything, and the light shut off, I was just like, I know what's about to happen. I don't know how well it's going to happen, but it always seems like in any kind of empire setting building, this is the one thing that contingency does, and nobody's ready for it. And sure enough, blue lightsaber. <laughs> Yeah, gone. that was so cool. And yeah. I was just like, oh, when did you ever... You chastised Anakin for doing something like this. Fuck <laughs> you. Oh, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, she was on the other foot now, though. But yeah, that gave me such Force Awakens 2 vibes because the, the opening yeah. trailer where he's just fucking shadow, yep. shadow teleporting through the, the holding... Where stuff. is he? I can't see him. Where'd he go? <laughs> yeah. So good. And then I, I love how the Stormtrooper's like, there's no way to get out. <laughs> Show yourself. <laughs> She's like, why, why do you think he's going to do that now? You just saw your buddy get sliced to ribbons. Yeah. So <laughs> he's, he does that. And sit from there, as they're making their way through the rest of the fortress, he's picking up more and more of his old skill. Mm -hmm. So it felt like Cal, as he's learning stuff and getting better. But this was happening to Obi-Wan in a span of like 10 minutes. Yeah. So like he starts doing flourishes and other things like that. And it's just like episode ago you could barely swing the fucking thing now you know you're you're picking up on old traits that you used to do muscle memories coming back where like you're you're deflecting things way better you're spinning you're doing your flourishes from far at one point i expected him just to do his old pose yeah. and was just like, was like back. <laughs> hey, are you good can i can I, I jump in on that point quick yeah so there's a there's a point in the beginning of the episode where he's like flying to Fortress and Christorius, and he's on the ship, and Tala's looking back at him, and he's trying to use the force to move like a small little thing on the ship, and a it's screw, really hard yeah. for him, or a, or a bolt or something. And then later on, after like he rescues Leia and stuff like that, he's walking through, and, and like he's putting his no, hand no, up to use the force. Oh, that one, okay. To like yeah. stop the water from coming in, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's like that, like the difference in power that he had between being on the ship and in Fortress and Christorius is massive. Well, you've you've got the in between moment too, where I think he realizes how to use the force again, mm -hmm. because when he, when the guards those two, yeah, he when the guards thing. hear hear the comm link, yeah, he does the he does the episode four thing. Yep, he does, uh, yeah, he makes a noise, they go investigate, and then he runs away. And uh, yeah, so it's like I think that's the point where he's like, okay, I remember how to do this again. Yeah, and now yeah, now it's just getting back to to prime. Um, Yes, yeah, oh, I don't know if it's like, you know, we showed him at his low. We're showing him getting it back. Mm. When he's at his high, he's either going to fight Riva straight up. And that's where we'll see the end of her. 
or Vader will come through or something or mm-hmm. she may fight him and you know stalemate then Vader comes through just cuts her down and tries to get to Obi-Wan he leaves and then they stare at each other and he's like yeah no I won't be the same next time we fight or whatever like that and it's just like hmm, that'll be in 10 years <laughs> yeah right I don't know because this could be also a tipping point like you said because with the fire and him being just like oh my god this might be the tipping point for both of them where Obi-Wan's gonna like yeah my responsibility is actually really fucking important it's time to start mm. taking it seriously and Vader's just like I'm gonna fucking double down on everybody now I am just as pissed off as day one I mm. can't believe I lost that searching for him kind of distracted me now I'm just angry for every reason whatsoever like that would yeah. be Amazing. I'm so, still surprised. I'm, Go ahead, Noma. Oh, I was gonna, something that I'm curious to see if it happens is because when I was reading that theory on why Vader stops in Episode Three, mm-hmm. um, one, someone else was pointing out that the link to that could actually be the fire. Right? He's looking at Obi Wan. He's, he's fire right in the chain. Yeah. It's Mustafar again. Right? Yeah. Um, Even so though I, he lives on Mustafar, though. Yeah, but Obi Wan's I'm burning alive again. Yeah, the vision. Um, so it'd be interesting to me if they do that second duel and it, you know that that grand finale and it's all it's all popping off. If the way Obi Wan's able to escape is by fire. lighting Vader on fire, that'd be fun. And then it's like you know normally he wouldn't give a shit, but it's that with Obi Wan just triggering that whole cascade of it again. Yeah, the, where he's able to get away. The scary thing of why he shouldn't do that is because Anakin was like just breaking through the dark side mm. during that right if he does that now yeah and he feels the fear and the pain and everything else he'd probably just scream reach out and just rip what we want into mm. like well, that i would yeah or just that, destroy the planet that one too would actually be held, like great right if it's like he does that anakin snaps fucking force burst <laughs> flings obi-wan to safety accidentally yeah, flattens everybody else around, right? Yeah, um, something like that. I could. Say. It's. It's. I'm just playing with ideas in my head because it would. It would make sense to me. Right? Yeah. No. Definitely. Um, yeah. Who knows? It, there's a whole bunch of different things, but uh, with the things that you guys were talking about as well, we can also get into more Easter eggs because that room, people oh, were wow, not. Yeah. Open, right. Um, and there were one or two things I noticed, uh, but there's a couple of things that other people have pointed out. So the ones that I noticed is the first person you see. Um. I can't remember the species name because he's only shown up like twice. But as soon as I saw him, it, it like kind of looks like a dog. Dinosaur fake, man. The dog. Dinosaur. Um, I don't remember the species name. I could look it up. But it reminded me of the, and people were pointing it out too, in Clone Wars, the the old Jedi who's with Ahsoka. And yeah. The underworld. Yeah. That's yeah. what and that he was. With light. Yeah. Cassian. Uh, oh, yeah, that's the species, I think, right? His name's like Terra something. Terra Sanube. Yeah, I have it yeah, in the notes yeah. there. Um, oh yeah, okay. That that's who it was. But yeah, so there's there's him, um, and people are all thinking, oh, okay, it's probably him. But we've only ever seen him in 3D, so it's harder to tell. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one that jumped out to me, uh, just because we'd been talking about, well, actually, the two that I saw, I, I don't know if anybody ever figured out who the second one was. But there's a guy you can kind of see. He they never stopped the camera on him, but he looks a hell of a lot like Opal Rancis. Oh really? It's like yeah, well, it's like it. it big coiled snake guy with uh with fur um and i was like fuck if that's opal rancis rip to him i guess anything we see in in high republic with him is going to be a little bit uh generic now Mm. well not generic but like we know what happens now right um who knows though he might not be the only jedi of his kind like that um you're just hoping anyway 
yeah right but it it i just saw like a flash of it and i was just like oh snake uh oh um and then we see an i think they're on agree the ones like we're cottons but they have all the 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 upside down head yeah 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 Uh, i saw one of that and i was like oh it's the the horrible nursery rhyme thing (laughs) (laughs) they finally got it that's probably going back to space (laughs) like (laughs) (laughs) i have heard your nursery rhymes for the last time time, scary bitch (laughs) except i don't think she was actually a jedi (laughs) no she was just terrifying (laughs) person God. But uh, yeah, that was interesting, and then of course the youngling and all that kind of stuff. But there's a couple um, other ones that I saw there too. There's uh, Coleman Casage. He's another oh, yeah. Jedi Council member. Uh, he's an Ongri. <laughs> well, that council is useless anyway. I can send you the link here. Okay, <laughs> he's the one I was just talking about. Yeah, oh, is that the one? Oh, okay. Yeah, he's he's Ongri. No, just... I, I thought you were I thought you were describing um, Terra Sanube. My bad. No, no, Terra doesn't have an upside down face. <laughs> um, and then yeah, we... yeah. Then we have him. someone that looks like Siri. Or, uh, Why are there Siri? so many? It's not well. You don't think so? Unless, unless you're right, and they are pre- preservation things. Why would Siri be there? That's the she only reason I think that. it was though, because like maybe she was <laughs> captured and then she got out somehow. Like I don't know. She never mentions that in the game though. It's only Trilla who was captured. Yeah, because she was yeah. interrogated. Then like she escaped using the dark side. She I said. don't know. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know because it looked almost identical to the actress from the game, but I don't know. Maybe I mean... it's. Maybe it's like somebody that looks like the... that. Might be another oversight thing. Yeah, it could be. Also, it's a small thing. Why are there two Jedi Masters sitting on the council whose first name is Coleman? <laughs> Coleman Cat like... and Coleman Trevor. They like Coleman stoves, man. Um... <laughs> they never thought ahead with anything, so it's not all that surprising to me, actually. Fucking useless. But yeah, that was crazy. The Jedi, the Jedi prison thing that we had, or like the the amber vaults or whatever. You want to call mm-hmm. it? It was really, really interesting, and um, be careful with that Jedi prison stuff. Yo, on. man, that's what <laughs> in my canon, that's what it is. Okay, okay. Um, the path and the people on Jabim. What do you guys think of like the people? Um, uh, the guy, uh, what's his name? Ro something. Yeah, Rokan. <laughs> it's just like you know, it was what? a good character. If, yeah, yeah. but here's the thing: if you are trying to run a secret kind of organization or helpline, whatever it is, the fact that you're not armed is kind of silly. Yeah. Where it's just like you really should have something with you if you're trying to go up against the Empire. How we don't have weapons, you should. Yeah. <laughs> we, we don't really, have weapons. really should. But it's also we don't have weapons. Shows up with two combat retrofitted. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, in between now and then, did you yeah. just decide, you know what, they're right, we need weapons. Which I, I guess that's a, a small Easter so. egg. If you've never, because they never, I don't think they ever called them out in the movies as being T 47 air speeders. So if you're, if you've played any of the games where they do mention them, you know, snow speeders are going to show up. Yeah, but yeah. if you don't, then you're kind of surprised when, when they do show up. It's the same thing as the T 16 Skyhopper, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, that I don't know. That part was weird. I did like there's a there's a small. I don't know if it was on purpose. I assume it was, considering some of the deep cuts we get. But these ones look a lot less bulky than the Empire Strikes Back ones, um, which makes sense because the ones in Empire Strikes Back were retrofitted for um, cold climate habitation. Yeah, so it had to have oh, a lot more insulation yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, more insulation. Yeah, exactly, more insulation, heating. Um, so that part, I was like, okay, cool. Still don't understand why they're combat retrofitted, but sure. Um, also, again, it's a two-seater airspeeder. You managed to fit 
at the end of it, what four people inside of it? That was three. Kind of it's, it's th- no three three adults and a child. So three adults? yeah, yeah. That's fair. Well, remember somebody has to fly it. Tala the pilot, Obi Wan, Leia. Yeah. Oh, and like yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry. So yeah, that's true. Three adults and a pilot. The whole reason they went there. That's a tight fit, my friend. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Jack, Jack, are you okay back there? Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I take on the whole empire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm excited to see. I mean, like, what what's gonna happen next? I I really, really, really hope mm. next episode for oh, the first no, no, quarter. Wait, 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 before you get into your happy stuff. No, no, no. I won't go over. Not happy stuff. No, it's just, but, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. But it's more. It's yeah. Because my I, there's one negative thing I really want to get out of the way here. Okay, okay. this is where I meet Noma. No, go ahead. <laughs> What the fuck is Fortress Inquisitorius's security? Yeah. Uh, like, what? Okay. Because when the two airspeeders showed up, well, first of all, first they explained that away a little bit yes. with like they don't no, have shields. No, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't, they Let me finish. I know. I know. Let me finish. When the two airspeeders show up, I'm like, okay, I understand how this wouldn't trip a security net. It's two fucking airspeeders that somehow came in from space and have just shown up in a wrecking havoc. Sure. You're not going to be like all hands on deck. Then when the modified Pelta showed up, I was like, no, no, no. That would show. There, do not tell me that doesn't show up on scanners. Like they didn't blow up any fucking TIE fighters. Like exactly. Some and, shit. Yeah. And we see them when they enter the base, they're bolted to the ceiling. Yep. In that, that kind of standard pilot, um, you know, TIE fighter pilot hangar configuration. And it's like, so the alarms go off. And then, assumedly, when they're leaving, it's all hands the battle stations. Something's fucking happening. And then they get outside. No Tie Fighters are deployed. The airspeeders come down with no problem. They all leave. And it's like, what? Okay, Fortress Inquisitorius having no shields. I kind of understand it. Fortress Inquisitorius n- not scrambling fighters in an emergency. No. I know I why that's the case. I know why the Tie Fighters didn't scramble. Because then they would have. They wouldn't have been able to get away. No, no. It's because all the pilots were on break. Fuck that! No. <laughs> they're off. They're off shift, guys. No, fuck that! It's, that it's, does not exist in the empire. Yes, yeah, it does. Exactly. We we saw that in um, Last Stars. They have breaks and they have off days and sure. stuff like that. When it goes to code red, your break is fucking gone. <laughs> yeah, you, you do not. You do not I have know, any personal rights on code red. It's just like okay, no, you get back and you fight. And if you're not on here. You're, if you're not back here in five minutes or in two minutes when this third round is going off, we'll kill you anyway. No, that, or they didn't have any pilots on station. I don't know. No, no again, fuck that. <laughs> fuck, bo- fuck all that logic. It makes zero sense. It makes as much sense as Obi-Wan smuggling Leia almost completely out of the fortress under a trench coat. With a like beard. That. The beard is what really tips him off, too, because like the beard. no one has a beard in the Empire. Like, a full beard. They have some... like. Facial hair, but it's usually a really old guy that's higher rank that doesn't have to like answer to anybody. But all the lower officers, which is what he would be with that trench coat, yeah, shit, that's he would have deep. he would, wouldn't have a beard, yeah. And that's why I was saying, right? It would have made a lot more sense if he just like gotten in a stormtrooper outfit, put Leia on a box, and just grab a hover sled. And, well, yeah. again, they're he's in a race against time. I get it, but it's just it's so much more awkward. Yeah, because it's like forty-seven too... who's just still wearing the suit top, <laughs> yeah. but he's yeah, changed yeah, yeah, into like a skirt or something like that. Marco. Oh my god! <laughs> Nobody will like, notice celebrity he's impersonating. <laughs> <laughs> god. Oh my the one day. thing I was gonna say for next next episode is I hope in the first quarter of the episode, Leia's back home, and then no. everything else happens. I hope so. No. Hope there's no more. No, I hope there's no more exchanging hands with this shit. 
No, at this point, it's in it to win it. Well, because, I mean, they're going to go back to Jabim, and then the Inquisitors are going to show up there. Oh, you know what? Maybe, no, Dan, you might have a point, because it's like, if they end up going, dropping her off, like, they stop at Jabim, then drop her off at Alderaan, right? And so they're just like, oh, so Alderaan's clearly a part of the network, and so we need to keep tabs on there, because it might be a sympathizing planet, and that's why they, that's why they really start to harp down on it, and with all their propaganda and stuff like that, they're like, oh, no, the Jedi are Alderaan, Alderaan Mm. trying to justify each little step to the point where they go and fucking blow it up, right? Mm -hmm. Not just because Leia's from there, she's like, well, why are you from there? Well, this, this, and you're a rebel. And that's where the Jedi sympathizers are. And so we can wipe all of you all with one stroke and we're going to blow up your planet to do that because we've been investigating it for like 10 years yeah. or something like that, right? Like I could, if they drop her off at this point, I can see that being like J- Jabim and Jabim and they connect to Alderaan and then Alderaan goes from somewhere else. But we don't need that because Alderaan's a huge hub and all those Imperial senators are over there and they're bullshit. We don't have to, remember those guys were so happy with the handouts or whatever they were giving? Mm. We don't have to do that anymore because they might all be supporting them and we'll cut mm. them all off and there we go. Um, and that's where Alderaan people start to become rebels more and more yeah. because the Empire is oppressing them more and more, right? And that could theoretically give a more legitimate reason why they disband the Galactic Senate. Yeah. Or the Imperial Senate, sorry. Um, I, I gotta, that, that's funny because it's just like, oh, oh, yes, oh, the Empire is doing so great and we're doing all this and we're so happy and why do they hate us? <laughs> oh, don't worry, Leia, you're going to lead all these people one day. Yeah, because yeah, you screwed them over already. <laughs> see, I, I, could, I could see that same kind of thing happening even if she is still on Jabim when it gets hit, though, right? Like, they yeah. escape, Obi-Wan finishes the thing. Somehow, one way or Leia. another. Yeah, somehow, one way or another, the Inquisitors kind of come back to Alderaan and figure that stuff out. I, yeah, either way, it, I could definitely see them doing that because it would make Episode 4 a little bit more legit. Also, I have uh, a uh, another uh, quick uh, trivia Easter egg from okay. a previous episode. Is it a plot? Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> Who listens to the Red Hot Chili Peppers here? In high school? Okay. So, remember the guy that kidnaps Leia? Yeah. His name was Flea. He's the bassist and... What? He's, a, he's also <laughs> the one of the founding members of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. Did that's, not that's recognize him. Yeah, that's where he's from. I because I listened Damn, to okay. I think it was a podcast or a video or something like that, and yeah, there was uh, they were talking was about Flea. I'm like, shit, I didn't know that. Like, I listen to the Red Hot Chili Peppers, but I don't follow them that closely to know like he's part of the band or like his name or anything it's like that. It's very random and it's very fucking yeah, yeah. interesting. Just just don't wear any of his tube socks, then I guess. Yeah. What uh. <laughs> <laughs> it an old reference. If you don't know Red Hot Chili Peppers, you probably won't know what I'm talking about. But I know these guys will. Um, but I mean, speaking of Easter eggs as well, we also get, uh, we kind of jumped over it a bit, but we got Florum again. That was nice. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder who's fucking there now that Hondo has nothing to do with it anymore. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Can you imagine if he was still there and they did send him, like, oh, more of these Jedi? No. Could you imagine? <laughs> no, could you imagine if it was like, they're like, yeah, they're on Florum. And they're like, okay, I told them they're on Florum. They know it's bullshit, so we're going to go to Florum. And then Obi-Wan's like, Fuck, please not today. I don't want to go and back. And he goes back. He's like, hey, old friend. My friend, my friend. <laughs> it's like, oh, would, shit, would, here we go. I, would, I, I don't expect it to happen, but I would. And I don't even know if I want it, but I would burst out laughing if the Inquisitors show up and we get another. How scared of them should we be? Yeah. They could not even beat Kenobi. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we had, we had Count Dooku oh, here by himself. Yeah. We yeah. can handle three Inquisitors. Inquisitors? Nah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They catch them in like the worst like Scooby Doo oh traps too. That it would, would just it would be work. Yeah. Fuck. 
I want to see it now just for yeah. Oh my god, the ending! I would I would pay money because I guess we've never seen it. It would be hilarious if they're the reason why Hondo doesn't have a crew anymore. Oh my god, <laughs> that's why he's on Galaxy's Edge right now, guys. They actually do all well because Rebels he's alone, right? But like, mm. if that's the reason why, because he actually does that, and it, this is the one time it doesn't. Well, it works out because he's still alive, but it doesn't work out for his crew. Yeah. yeah, would be funny. I, who knows. He's got to just take off and leave them all behind. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. That, yeah, I'd really like to see something like that, actually. That'd be pretty funny. I'm sure everyone would lose it if... Uh, Hondo made an appearance. It would also be hilarious if they were using the Galaxy's Edge puppet, but I really don't want that. No, they, they, would, they would have somebody dressed up, and they would, yeah, they would have... Uh, what's his name? The guy who does... Not Naka's voice? Yeah, his, I think he does Pooh Bear's voice, too, or something. He does a lot of voices. It's an interesting jump, though. Yo, I know, it's crazy. Anyway, I think that does it for this episode, yeah? Yeah, pretty much, I think. That's pretty much everything I want to talk about. I mean, yeah, overall... It's... Okay, the scene yeah. where we finally get to see them actually use, like, code cylinders. You hear them talk about it all yeah, the time. Yeah. You always see it in their jackets or whatever. We see that in Rebels, but yeah, this is first live action. Like, yeah, they hold it, but, like, I've, I've seen Thrawn talk with it and everything like that. But this, the, and even with the little communicator that she was using and everything, like yeah, finding yeah. a lot of Imperial tech. But when she's in that room, I would really like to see how, what else she had done besides choke that guy out because it mm. looked like he did some like fisticuffs mm. there as well. But like clearly, he only showed up because she was talking so loud. The guy next to her was like, "Yeah, noticed something." Talking which, about yeah, that was. Ah, I'm gonna report, report this. Yeah, yeah. Right, because when they come back, he's not there anymore. He's yeah. gone. So it's like they oh, set her up for point. it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Because she comes back and is like, yeah, no, that, that chair is empty. So somebody was clearly watching you. What yeah. happened? Um, I mean, I, I get why you have to have them talk for, like, story or uh, visual purposes. Hmm. But it's like, look, Tala, if you're this good of an, of an infiltrator, you should have been like, I'm gonna, we're, we're going to set up, like, a Morse code thing. Exactly. We're just, you know. Left is one tap. Right is two taps. Stay yeah, straight. Yeah. It's yes, just no. nothing, yeah. you know. Some, something because you're guiding him through it and it's just like yeah. oh no i'm gonna i'm gonna do this and yeah. whisper to you right and i'm not gonna look suspicious to next to this guy who's here all the time doesn't yeah, yeah. know me what is this place it's just like you're asking a lot of questions that make it very clear what you're doing yeah um this place and that is well, right go i don't know yeah. stealth is optimal so why 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 is obi-wan speaking into a thing that almost gets him caught once right it's just yeah. Who knows? When, yeah, why they don't have like little page buttons or something like that? Yeah, like, right? oh, are they just on open mic all the time on a speakerphone? Because like he has it personally, and then she's just like, oh yeah, yeah, Ben was like, what was that? Yeah. Oh, it's just like, how the fuck did you hear that? Isn't it just like right here? For him? Oh no, it's pretty loud actually. Mm -hmm. All of this was so poorly thought out. You guys just rushed here, and you have all this terrible tech, and now you're nearly getting caught for it a few times. The only thing that saves you is plot Jedi. Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's uh like i said it's still solid in a lot of aspects but there are cracks that i can start to see because the last thing was that as they as they were putting obi-wan into the back to tank i was so convinced because of boba fett that i was like are we gonna get flashback scenes now <laughs> are we gonna see something that happened when he got to tatooine yeah like anything like that right after the war and then when they were doing the back and forth between the two i was just like so who's flashback 
I was still waiting for it. When it didn't happen, he got out. I was just like, yeah, you didn't like those scenes much, did you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, who knows? I mean, there there was an article I saw a day or two ago that was saying that Tamora Morrison wants Boba Fett to return. More badass or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, what? He's the front runner. If they want him not to talk as much and do everything, it seemed like you, you can't do that anymore. You've established yourself as this person now who wants to change so you go back to that badass just like okay well what happened i and i don't mind boba fett talking i just need his his talk to be backed up with action right yeah. not to just talk a big talk and then roll over immediately yeah, mm. so. we'll see who knows maybe disney will actually realize that we don't want boba fett to be a hero but well, who knows see. No, we want him to be a daimyo. Uh... And on that note, boys, <laughs> let's end this episode of Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> what, you guys don't know Taiyo Inquisitorius? <laughs> that doesn't mean fortress, that just means son of the Inquisitor. Of... <laughs> but. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. <laughs> The flag rising up over the, <laughs> <laughs> the flag is is black, red sun, oh, color no. in the center. <laughs> oh no! Oh, they pledge allegiance every morning. Oh. The sword of the samurai, Reva. <laughs> hey, I can make these jokes. I'll make them. <laughs> oh my god! Oh. Anyways, welcome to the end of this week's episode. <laughs> if you stuck around this long, as always, thank you very much for doing so. Sorry, hold on a second. Thank you for listening to this episode. How dare and, you? Uh, I'm yes, just I, I appreciate, uh, we all appreciate you listening to the end of this episode throughout the entirety. This episode was interesting compared to the last three, but we have two more to go. Noma, would you like to let the listeners know how they can contact us about their thoughts on part four or a previous part? Yeah, like I said at the top, the easiest way to do so is to probably put either hashtag Kenobi or Kenobi in the title of the email you're sending. A whole bunch of different ways to contact us. Easiest is our website, which is voiceoftheforce.com. We've also got an email, which is voiceoftheforce at gmail.com. Social media-wise, we're on Twitter and Instagram. The handle for both of those is at voiceforcepod. As always, retweeting and reposting our new episode tweets does help with growing a listener base, and it's very much appreciated. And you can listen, rate, review, and follow the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, and all major podcast platforms. Reviewing us with five stars and a comment helps with visibility, and you can follow for free for the latest episode as soon as it releases. Thank you, Noma. And remember, if you ever want to track somebody, make sure you steal their droid, reprogram them off-screen, and give it back to them before anybody notices. And then... And then you want a Ryuru Toraka. You must uh, find a daimyo of a Tatooine. <laughs> and hunt him down like a bansa. <laughs> Yo, apparently that was improvised, eh? But like oh, a yeah. bantha? That whole scene was improvised by Tamara Morrison. And I'm like, yo, this man's a fucking legend. <laughs> he was on the... the Star Wars shows uh, live stage at Celebration. Yeah, yeah. He was yeah, talking about it, that. and he's like, "Yeah, Wait, that like a Bantha shit was, that? you know, like the like a Bantha uh, was, was on the speeder." Bike. Yeah, yeah. And he's tell, telling the Tusken like Raiders how to ride. Oh. Okay. And then people like mean the shit out of that, and then made songs and stuff out of it. It was so good. Yeah. 
Like a panther. Now, with that being said, good night, everybody. Like a panther. <laughs>